Hey, how are you? This is episode 37. No, we're in 36. I'm jumping ahead of myself of Brown Vegan Podcast. Welcome, welcome. Thank you so much for being here. And I'm back to share some amazing tips with you to help you move forward in your vegan journey in the new year. I know this is a time of year that so many of us are thinking about what we want to do to improve our lives, our health, our careers, our businesses, our family lives, everything. So I think this is a perfect opportunity for us to start talking about some strategies on how you can embrace a vegan lifestyle in the new year. This is Monique Koch, and you can find me at brownvegan.com. All of the show notes and everything that I mentioned in this episode can be found on that website, which is my website. And of course, if you want to talk to me more, you can find me on Twitter and Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest. I'm everywhere. I'm brown vegan everywhere. (laughs) So check me out there. So I'm just really excited to be back. Um, As always, uh, I love to bring you tips and information on how to embrace a vegan lifestyle in a way that is simple, delicious, and most importantly, something that you can do long-term. And for me, I do this long-term with my family. So I love to bring these conversations to you um, from other vegans. And also in this episode today, I'm gonna it's going to be a solo episode where I'm going to share my own experiences and own tips. But of course, um, in a new year, you can expect even more interviews from other vegans. Um, so today I have 11 tips for you. 11 tips for you to embrace a vegan lifestyle in 2016. And yeah, so we're going to go ahead and get through these tips. It's um, I tried my hardest to narrow it down. I did not want to give you any fluff. I wanted to give you real, real world strategies. And I just want to keep it real with you. I always want to keep it real with you when it comes to how this looks for me and my family and just giving you ways to navigate it in a way that feels uh, good to you as well. Um, I always say this, but I never want this lifestyle to feel like it's running me. I want to run it, right? I don't want to feel like I'm being ran by this vegan lifestyle. So that's my goal always. So let's go ahead and talk about what a vegan is, especially if you're new to the show, the podcast. Thank you so, so much for tuning in if this is your first episode. But a vegan is a person who doesn't consume any animal products. And that includes seafood, chicken, all of those things. And I say that because a lot of times when I tell people that I'm a vegan, they're like, oh, so you eat seafood, but you don't eat pork. A vegan doesn't consume any animals or any animal byproducts. And when I say byproducts, I'm referring to dairy, eggs, um, gelatin, all of those things that come from animals, doesn't matter, we don't consume it. So basically, if it has a mother or it has a face, (laughs) we don't consume it. So that's the easiest way to remember what a vegan is. And so that actually extends to other parts of our lives as well. It's not just food. Even though in this episode, we're just going to talk about food, it does extend to the cosmetics you use, the clothing you wear, just everything. We just try to stay away from anything that has any type of animal products in it. And that includes fur and leather and all of that stuff too. So it's just not food. It's a lifestyle. I know how it can feel when you want to make a lifestyle change, but it can be just really overwhelming. And I know exactly what it feels like. You get excited and you're overwhelmed because you're like, what am I going to eat? How is this going to work for me um, long term? That unknown feeling of like how this is going to look for you and your family if you decide to do it with your family. Also Also, the struggle of um, eating out and you're feeling like, oh, I won't be able to you know, enjoy Christmas or any events anymore because I decided to um, embrace this lifestyle. So that is why I wanted to go over some strategies with you um, to help you feel more confident about that moving forward. So the first strategy that I want to give you out of the 11 is to determine your why. Why do you want to become a vegan? I think it's important to take a moment and think about that. 
Do you want to do it for health reasons? Do you want to do it for the health of your family? Do you want to protest factory farming? Do you want to um, protect our planet's precious resources? There's so many amazing benefits to being a vegan, but I think it's important to get really clear on your why. Because, you know, a lot of times we want to do it because we want to feel good, we want to be healthy, but sometimes it's important to even go deeper than that. Maybe it's um, because you want to protect factory farming, and that's what it was for me. Um, the way, the reason I'm able to stay on this lifestyle, even though we all want to eat healthy, right? But the reason I'm able to stay on this lifestyle is because I make it more so about other, I make it about other people in a bigger picture. So if it's just not about just Monique, then I'm able to continue to move forward. So that's how I look at it for myself. You can do it for whatever reason you want to do it for, but I think it's important to get clear on that. You want to visualize what your life will look like once this transaction, not transactions, that transaction, <laughs> this transition happens for your family. You want to visualize what that transition will look like once you're a long-term vegan. Just take a few moments. You want to write down those reasons and then you can refer back to it. When times get kind of shaky and you're not sure whether or not you want to continue with this vegan lifestyle, I've been there. So it's really important to be able to have something to refer back to. So the first thing you want to do, the first tip I want to give you is to determine your why. The second thing you want to do when you're interested in becoming a vegan is make the decision to go vegan. There's so much power in making a decision. Once we say we want to do something, it's harder for us to flip-flop. You know, once you make that commitment, the beauty of it is that you'll start to embrace the lifestyle change and it'll force you to start experimenting in the kitchen. It'll force you to start looking at cookbooks. It'll force you to start looking at other options that are out there. So it's really, really important to just consciously make the decision that you will be a vegan. Actually, in the last podcast, which is episode 35, I talked about the the first two key steps that you need to make in order to start a vegan lifestyle and determining your why and making a decision were the two steps that I said that you had to take. So go ahead back and listen to the previous episode if you need more information on that. But like I said, that's episode 35. Um, you can listen to that in iTunes or you can go to brownvegan.com um, under the podcast tab so you can listen to that as well. So those are the first two tips that I want to give you. So the third tip is always be ready so you don't have to get ready when it comes to meal planning and eating out. So my dad used to use this quote on me all the time. And I know you probably have heard this quote too, always be ready so you don't have to get ready. He used to tell me this when it came to schoolwork because I used to get so upset when I had like a pop quiz or something else that was going on. And I'm just like, oh no, you know, I didn't know that I was going to have to do that. And my dad used to be like, well, if you were ready, you wouldn't have to get ready. You should have already known that you should have been ahead on your work so you wouldn't have that issue. So that is so relevant to vegan life though, because one of the, I think the biggest obstacles about embracing this lifestyle and making this transition is the adjustment of time. It does require a little bit of time to get used to everything. Most of us are just so used to eating whatever that the extra step of like reading labels to ensure that there's no eggs or dairy and things like that, or speaking to the server and finding out whether or not something is vegan can be overwhelming because we're just not used to being that intentional about how we eat. So I have to tell you that with consistency, it does get better. It's going to be like autopilot. You're not even going to think about it because that's how I am now. I don't even think about it. I just automatically know what questions to ask. But at the beginning, it can be overwhelming. And this is why I think a lot of people fall off because it's like, there's no way that I have time to read labels and no way I have time to ask all these questions when I go out to eat. There's no way that I have you know time to meal plan. 
So being intentional about it can be a little daunting, but I promise you, once you start factoring in that extra time when it comes to your meal planning and grocery shopping, and um, when you go out to eat, checking the menu online before you get to the restaurant, you will feel so much more empowered and you will feel so much more, you'll feel better moving forward. You don't want to feel rushed because it's going to discourage you. You're not going to always want to do this if you feel rushed, right? So just always factor in a few extra minutes to do some things like meal planning and reading labels and looking at a menu online before you go to a restaurant. But yeah, always be ready so you don't have to get ready like my dad said. You have to spend a little bit more time with planning, but I promise you once you start and get into a routine, once you start getting into a groove, it will not feel so overwhelming. Just like anything, right? So it's the same thing with that. The fourth tip is don't restrict yourself more than you have to. I notice this a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. So I will speak to someone online, um, social media or email, and they'll basically say, yeah, you know, I eat Chick-fil-A, I eat this, I eat Wendy's, I eat all of these things, but I'm ready to be vegan and I'm ready to be vegan. Not only do I want to be vegan, but I want to be gluten-free. I want to have no oil, no junk food, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And it goes on and on and on. I hear this so often that I always want to say to people, I, I think you're setting yourself up for failure, to be quite honest with you. Here's the thing. If you're new to this vegan lifestyle, don't feel like you have to make all of these additional changes along with getting rid of your meat, dairy, and eggs, right? Those are the basics. But if you're trying to get rid of gluten, you're trying to get rid of oil, you're trying to be a raw vegan, you're trying to eliminate all junk food from your life, I think that that's a lot, a whole lot of a change to make at once. The top priority should just be replacing ingredients and going vegan. That should be the top priority. And then as you learn and grow and get more comfortable, you can start making some additional changes. But don't give yourself some unnecessary pressure when you don't have to. I think personally it's enough not to eat eggs, not to eat meat, not to eat dairy. So if I don't have to add anything extra, I don't. And this is why I don't add anything extra because it's enough to focus on just those areas. So you want to keep things as simple as possible for yourself. There's nothing wrong with starting simple and having like the simple approach to this lifestyle. And as you grow and learn, you can start making adjustments that work best for you. I think a lot of times we get caught up in so many of the articles that come out about gluten-free this and don't eat processed that and don't do this and that. But you know, if you get so caught up in there, it's, in my experience, it's hard to make adjustments when you try to do everything at one time. So it's okay to make it a gradual process. So like I said, don't restrict yourself unless you have to. Don't make any additional restrictions to your diet. And I don't even like to call it a restriction because I understand, I understand that we all want to eat better and things like that. But what I mean by that is don't put any more limitations on yourself if you don't have to do that. You know, just get adjusted to the idea of not eating the meat and the eggs and the cheese and the dairy and then go from there. The fifth tip that I have for you is to get confident in the kitchen, get comfortable in the kitchen. In my former life, I guess, I used I didn't really cook that much. You know, I would throw something in the oven and put some steam some vegetables and then I'm good, right? But when you become a vegan, it's a lot more um, work than that. And I don't mean it work in a, in a bad way, but what I mean is if you want to make sure that you're eating healthy, you have to pick a little bit more time to make sure that that happens. Sure, you can live off french fries and Oreo cookies and smoothies as a vegan, Vegan, but most of us, I know we have families. So you just want to get comfortable in the kitchen so that you don't have to worry about um, falling off track. And what I mean by comfortable is making sure that you have the right kitchen tools. You want to get, you're going to get comfortable playing with spices and seasonings. You also want to learn some basic knife skills and you want to also cook simple meals over and over again so that you can gain some confidence to actually start working with other recipes as well. So that's what I mean by getting comfortable in the kitchen. A lot of us probably 
don't really like cooking that much. And I get that. And I promise you could be a vegan and not like cooking that much. It's possible. You do have to spend a little bit more time in the kitchen. And um, it's going to be, to me, it's therapeutic. I like um, cooking, even though I won't say I necessarily love it. <laughs> I like it. And um, I think it's therapeutic. I think it's fun to be in the kitchen. So you do have to spend a little bit more time in there. Don't believe the hype where people say you don't have to spend any time in the kitchen. Because like I said, you can get away with not cooking as a vegan. But if you want to have a long-term delicious and simple and more healthy vegan lifestyle, you do have to spend a little bit more time in the kitchen. And that doesn't mean you're spending like a million hours in there prepping and things like that. That doesn't mean any of that at all. But what I am saying is that it does take a little bit more time. So just kind of get over that. Get yourself, get yourself in the kitchen and just have some fun. Bring the kids in there if you can. Bring the hubby in there if you can. And turn it into something fun and um, great for the family. Um, so number six on this list I have for you is to find a supportive community. So about 2% of Americans identify themselves as vegan. So this lifestyle can be pretty lonely, especially when you get around in a group setting. It's like, uh, there's nothing for me to eat. There's nothing for me um, here. So what do I do? But the thing is, you really need to get yourself out there um, and connect with other vegans. The way everything is set up with social media, it just really helps us so much because all of the people that I know that I'm close to as far as vegan friends, I actually met all of them online, believe it or not. Well, you probably can believe it because like I said, a lot of us don't have vegans in our everyday life. But these are people that I met online and I turned them into real life friends. So that's something that you could do. You could use social media for that, um, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Get active with people, leave comments and just be supportive of other people's journeys. Um, ask questions about what they're doing when it comes to the food, all of that stuff. Try not to be shy. I know it kind of, it's kind of weird with social media. It's like, I don't know this person. It's kind of weird. But I promise after you start doing it a couple of times like I did, it's not weird. Because believe me, I thought it was weird too. Also, you can use meetup.com to meet people in your area. So what you would do is just go to that website, put in your zip code and put in vegan or vegetarian. Um, and it'll tell you like a listing of things that are going on near you. And that's a great way to connect with people in your community. Um, a lot of times they do activities together or they go out to eat so that you can have some friends online and offline. Definitely check that out. You don't have have to let this lifestyle be lonely. Like I said in the beginning, I don't feel work by this vegan lifestyle. I work it. It doesn't work me. You know, I figure out ways to make things easy for me in my life. So that's what I suggest for you as well. Just get out there and connect with people. Don't be afraid. Don't be scared. Get out there and have fun. So my seventh tip is to explore your grocery store or your farmer's market in a new way. Once you start this vegan lifestyle, you realize that your grocery store has so much more than you've ever imagined. A lot of times I think we get caught up in the idea of like, oh my gosh, when I become a vegan, what in the world am I going to eat? Because I'm so used to just putting dairy and everything and putting eggs and everything and having seafood and chicken and things like that. What in the world am I going to eat? But what happens is when you decide to embrace this lifestyle, you will be eating a lot more amazing fruits and vegetables and spices and um, beans and grains and seeds and things like that. So you'll probably stumble across a whole section of grocery store you've never been in, right? Um, don't let that intimidate you though. Be open to exploring the international or the ethnic aisle of your grocery store. Challenge yourself to add something new to your cart every time you go to the store and then you can come home and experiment with it. Use Google, whatever spice or something you come across, find out how you can use that, incorporate that into your weekly meals. Explore your grocery store. Don't let it be intimidating to you. Um, challenge yourself to try something new every time you go. And I promise it'll get so much better as you move forward.
So the eighth tip that I have for you is to make a vegan version of some of your favorite dishes. The good news is, and I have to tell you this because I always want to stream this to off the mountaintop, right? The good news is that you can easily make a vegan version or buy a vegan version of all your favorite foods. You do not feel like you have to be deprived and like you're literally eating a salad and drinking smoothies every day and you're eating grass and carrots. I promise you there's so much variety in this lifestyle so you won't feel like that. Here's a great example. I love cornbread. I love, love, love cornbread and so many other things like macaroni and cheese and ice cream. And guess what? I still eat all of those things as a vegan. Here's the thing, though, about the cornbread. A lot of times, of course, a conventional cornbread all the time, not a lot of times, is not vegan because there's eggs in it, there's milk in it, there's butter. So, of course, that wouldn't be considered vegan. But what I do instead is I make a vegan version of all of my favorite foods. So instead of using um, regular dairy butter, I use a vegan margarine. Um, a brand that I like to use is Earth Balance. You can find it in a lot of grocery stores these days. I mean, I was in a very basic grocery store a few weeks ago and I saw it in there. So that's a great thing, too. I use vegan margarine in place of the dairy. And then I use almond milk in place of the dairy milk. Or you can use like coconut milk or soy milk or whatever you have. And I also replace my eggs using energy egg replacer. And there's also even an, a vegan egg that's out there by Follow Your Heart that scrambles at everything. It's amazing. So instead of doing all of those things, um, the conventional way, the unhealthy way, I just switched me, my ingredients out and I still enjoy the same foods that I enjoyed before. I actually have a cornbread recipe on my website. That's brownvegan.com if you want to check that out as well. But my point is, don't feel like you have to be deprived and you feel like you're making a huge sacrifice by transitioning to this lifestyle. That isn't the case at all. This year is no better time than ever to be a vegan because there's alternatives out there for everything. You can easily replace ingredients to make this so much easier for yourself. We are really moving through these tips, right? So number nine, the tip that I have for you is realize that making this transition to vegan life doesn't have to be all or nothing. I think a huge misconception about starting a vegan journey is that you have to immediately throw away all your, uh, your animal products and only eat salad and your life is just over. No, it doesn't have to be like that. My advice to you is to start where you are. Don't feel like you have to do everything at once. Do what works best for you. If you have to slowly transition like I did, I was actually a vegetarian before for two years before I was a vegan. Don't feel like you have to do everything overnight. Um, actually, I didn't even think I would become a vegan, to be quite honest with you, because I I tried before, before I was a vegetarian, I tried to be a vegan, just like kind of overnight kind of thing. And that didn't work out too well for me. So it's okay to and celebrate those um, gradual steps that you take to transition to a vegan lifestyle. Like I said, do what works best for you every single day. I don't remember whether or not I threw everything in the trash when we first got started. I want to feel, I want to say I did do that. You don't have to throw everything in the trash. You can use everything that you have now. And then when you go to the store, gradually start replacing things. For instance, if you're drinking dairy milk right now, when you go to the store next time, put almond milk in your cart, put coconut milk in your cart, or put um, soy milk in your cart. You know, don't feel like you have to do everything all at once. In, in my experience, making gradual changes actually work better for me long term than feeling like I had to do everything overnight. So just spend some time doing some research, you know, reading some books, watching some YouTube videos, listening to more podcast episodes from me and other people out there, and just make this uh, transition as easy as you can for yourself. It doesn't have to be all or nothing to get started. I really want to push that to you because a lot of times people think that they can't 
celebrate those uh, gradual changes in our lives. And you can, you definitely can. Um, so definitely do what works best for your situation. So number 10 is focus on what you can eat and not what you can't eat, okay? So you're probably thinking right now, like, oh my goodness, so there's no eggs, there's no seafood, there's no cheese. What in the hell am I going to eat now? Okay, there's nothing left. But I promise you, there's so much variety in this lifestyle. Once you embrace it, it will open your whole world up to so many other options. So before I started, I did before I started being a vegan in 2010, I didn't eat quinoa, I didn't eat kale, I didn't eat cauliflower, I didn't eat vegan sausages, I didn't eat nearly as many, you know, chickpea peas and black beans and all the stuff I eat. Now, I didn't eat all of that stuff. I ate, I ate what everybody else is eating, right? So my point is, think of it this way. You're going to be replacing your meat, your dairy, and your eggs with even more fruits and vegetables and grains and seeds and all of the good stuff, the stuff that thrives, the stuff that makes you feel good. You're replacing it with all of the good stuff, more of the good stuff. And so with seasonings and different spices and just different cooking methods and just so many options out there of what you can do, you will not feel limited. I promise you. I literally can make a vegan version of anything you can tell me. Tell me something and I will be able to tell you a vegan version of it. So don't feel like you will be deprived. You could even have vegan fried chicken. There is a vegan alternative out there for everything. So don't feel like you have to just focus on what you can't eat. Focus on the things that you can't eat because that's more empowering to you. That makes you feel more confident about your decision. Another way to look at this too is that you can truly eat anything you want. You just choose not to eat it. So just think of it that way as well. So I hope that's helpful looking at it from that perspective. The last tip I have for you is very, very, very important. And it is progression over perfection always. That is numero uno, always. Always progression over perfection is number 11. I think this is a side of vegan life that you don't probably hear a lot of people talk about, but whether or not you've been on this journey for a few months or you're absolutely brand new to it or, or several years in like me, you realize that this is not perfect. Being vegan is not some this amazing destination you're trying to reach. Like you're in a car and you're on a road trip and you're trying to go to Disney World and when you get to Disney World, it's gonna be so amazing and so fun. No, this is a journey, it's not a destination. Most of the time you'll be on track, things will be good. And then other times it'll, you'll be feeling like you're at the bottom of a roller coaster, right? It can be a roller coaster ride. So my advice to you is just to keep moving forward. Please, 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 I'm begging you in my keep sweat voice, push forward regardless of what happens. Do not beat yourself up if you get off track. Because beating yourself up from our own experiences, all it does is hold you back from moving forward. All it does is hold you back from um, getting back on track. And all you do is you'll continue to eat things you shouldn't eat. So don't beat yourself up. Don't do that. Do the best you can every single day. And I promise you, you'll see results, okay? Just keep moving forward. Keep moving forward. Keep moving forward. That's all you can really do. So yes, those were the 11 tips that I have for you today. I'm going to go ahead and recap them because I know that was a lot. I want you to determine your why, make a decision, um, always be ready so you don't have to get ready when it comes to your meal planning and eating out and things like that. Don't restrict yourself more than you have to. Take time to get comfortable in the kitchen. Find a supportive community. Explore your grocery store and your farmer's market in a new way. Make a vegan version of some of your favorite dishes. Realize that it doesn't have to be all or nothing to get started. Focus on what you can eat and not what you can't eat. And as always, progression over perfection. 
So yeah, if you need help with like transitioning deeper and you need more additional information of like how to move forward in the most confident way, most down to earth way as possible, and you need some foundational tips on how to make sure that happen for yourself, Zero to Vegan is probably the best solution for you. It's a 14 day boot camp that I have coming up on January 12th. And you can find out more information on that at zero to veganbootcamp.com. Early bird pricing is going on until the 9th, which is on Saturday. And early bird pricing is only $37 for 14 days. You'll get the training. You'll also get a 20-page workbook, two Q&A sessions with me. So you're going to learn what you can eat as a vegan. I promise there's so much variety in this lifestyle. I think that's the part that's so underrated about being a vegan is that we have so many options out there. I'm going to teach you how to plan meals and make a vegan version of your favorite meals, how to replace ingredients for a more healthier, compassionate option, and also how to handle food cravings. So if you're interested in going deeper in a vegan lifestyle, definitely check out zero to vegan bootcamp.com for more information and register and claim your spot i will be more than happy to help you get to the next level in your vegan lifestyle if you're listening to this after january make sure that you're on the mailing list um, brownvegan.com is where you can join the mailing list so that you can find out about future products and services and free offerings and blog posts and videos and all this other stuff that i have going on so i'm really really excited for the new year um, bringing you more podcast episodes, more interviews. So yes, I hope this was helpful. Thank you so, so much for listening. I really appreciate it. And as always, you can do this. There's nothing special about my family and my situation. We just made a decision to move forward. And I know the same can be said for you as well. If you want to chat with me, reach me at Brown Vegan everywhere, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, Facebook, uh, YouTube, <laughs> Did I cover everything? All those places. So yes, now we'll talk to you very soon. Have a great day.